The streets of New York City are empty tonight. What little power remains flickers on and off on distant billboards, gleaming off the smiles of shampoo models long forgotten. <laughs> the street is lined with empty champagne bottles and the remnants of glasses shaped to look like 2023. <laughs> the year that never came. It is the 43rd day of the month of Boonaboo. <laughs> Humanity has had to start making up new months as time went on. They started with January 2 and February 2, but after many moon cycles, they gave up. Next month is Bingus Bongus. The time for harvest. I should tell you, it's all my fault, really. It all started like any other day. I was speeding into work in my Tesla. And yeah, I cut some people off, but it was a big night for me. After all, I do what I want. I'm Ryan Seacrest. <laughs> but I but I did cut off one guy that I regret. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it's where all this trouble started. <laughs> A big red F-150 with Minnesota plates. <laughs> I made him miss his light, but I'll never, ever forget what happened next. The driver got out of the truck. He called after me. I'll make you pay for this, Seacrest. I'll take away what you love most. I just remember thinking to myself. Was that... WWE and UFC World Heavyweight <laughs> Champion Brock Lesnar? No, no, it couldn't be. And sure enough, the big night came. The ball was dropping and the crowd was counting down from 10. But what came after six was an F5. <laughs> Climbing onto the crystal ball and its descent into New York City was a massive man wearing red UFC trunks and a top hat. <laughs> He suplexed the ball into the streets below, shattering it into smithereens, forever preventing the year from changing everywhere in the world. What? As the crowd stood there stunned, he walked swiftly by Jenny McCarthy just to look into my eyes. I'll always remember what he said next. It's New Year's Brock and Eve. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Uh, oh man. <laughs> Bingus bongus. The time for harvest. <laughs> Who declares the month? It has is to it be Ryan Seacrest? Seacrest? Yeah, yeah, it has I, to be. I think he's, that's part of the curse that Brock gave him. <laughs> now he's the arbiter of all time. Happy New Year, everybody. We're back here at the Broctagon getting things started off right. This is your little brother's favorite show. I'm Sean. That's Cam. That's Aaron. Heyo. Yo. Fellas, a new year ahead of us. How do we feel? Inspired. This has been one of the, the, the happiest years of my life. And I get to hang out with you guys and, and record stupid things about Brock Lesnar on the internet. So I'm doing great. What's better than that? Here's, here's to more years of this to come. Or more Bingus Bonguses to come. <laughs> here's to many more happy Bingus Bonguses for us all. I, I don't know if they repeat, though, in that universe. You might only get one Bingus Bongus. <laughs> Definitely, yeah. Oh, yeah, baby. It's a new year. New questions. And to start the year off, we have to let go of the things of the past. So for this episode, guys, we are going to get through all of the listener questions that we ever got that did not make it into a show, plus have a little bit of take amnesty. 
We're looking back to the past and redeeming ourselves from any bad picks we made mm-hmm. uh, since the show got started, really, in the great year of 2022. So we have we have our listener questions piled up. Before we get to that, can we get to the main event? I want to hear what we think about Brock Lesnar versus the New Year's ball. <laughs> <laughs> he could stop it? Do you think he could stop it? Maybe, maybe this is the question. Could Brock Lesnar, if you just dropped him in the middle of New York City, butt naked, <laughs> no, no weapons. You know, that, it, that's an act of war. No, dropping Brock dro- Lesnar there. Yeah. Drop him in the middle of New York City, uh, in the middle of Times Square at 11 p.m. on December 31st. Could he prevent the ball from dropping? However, whether that's like taking Ryan Seacrest hostage or just straight up attacking the ball, do you think he could stop it? So I'm, I'm looking at pictures of the ball right now. The problem is it's so like, high up in Times Square, because my first thought was like, oh, if he just like threw a brick, he could destroy it, <laughs> yeah, thereby so delaying the celebration, but it's way, way up there. So mm. yeah, I, Aaron, I think your instinct is right. He'd have to take a hostage. <laughs> or like, like, there's got to be some guy in New York who has like a button that he presses it with like 10 seconds le- or a minute left or whatever. Yeah, there's probably yeah. a guy. But if Brock doesn't know to find that guy, like, where do you even look? Like, that's probably the like most busy, populated, crazy place in the world. He could find Seacrest, though. He's on the stage. Yeah, you go for Seacrest. I think this is a tall feat, and I still give it to Brock two out of ten times. You think he finds a way twice? Yeah, definitely. I think he could do it twice. I think he could maybe do it three times. I The Seacrest option is the easiest way, but I, I think what hampers him and I what knocks him out eight out of the ten times is just his natural instinct says, I'm going for the ball. <laughs> like, he, he can't <laughs> he like just take... wants to take it head on. Yeah, exactly. He's never there's never been a challenge you couldn't take head on. Let me look at this thing. Like, could could a human like feasibly just climb up and start punching it? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> you imagine if like he gets up to the ball and then like Roman Reigns also gets there and they do like a cage match inside of the ball. <laughs> <laughs> now that's a way to bring in the new year. That might be the best idea anyone has ever had. <laughs> Two guys fight on the ball, and whoever wins is champion of that year. Definitely. <laughs> That's way better than the ball. And I, there's probably some historical significance, but I've just always felt like it was kind of anticlimactic. What if, like, at 11, the match starts, and the ball is slowly, like, descending as they're fighting? And at the end, at midnight, there has to be a winner. It's just slowly going into lava. Yeah, someone has to tap out or else they both go. I don't think there's another human I would pick. If I had to pick someone to represent my side to be champion of the year, it's Brock Lesnar. There's no there's no other name that I would trust more with, with my year. Frankly, if I had to pick someone to represent me in a court of law, <laughs> I think I would probably take Brock Lesnar. He may not be number one, but he's in the like the top five. I don't know a ton of lawyers. <laughs> he, he just comes in <laughs> wearing like a tie. No shirt or anything. <laughs> <laughs> he has a briefcase, but it's like, I brought a lunchbox. Uh, <laughs> the judge picks up the gavel and Brock's like, ah, oh, now it's a fair fight. <laughs> Your Honor, what the, what the defense fails to see is that I, Brock Lesnar, broke the Undertaker's oh, okay, undefeated is. streak at WrestleMania 30. <laughs> The jury just starts nodding along. <laughs> the defense is like ripping their hair out. Like, what is happening? <laughs> they come in and Brock just immediately puts on his weightlifting gloves. And he's like, oh, I thought you said there'd be a bench in here. 
Let's go through some of the listener questions that we've gotten this year that we haven't had time to do a full episode for, but still want to honor the request. Uh, we, being the experts in all. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. We heard a lot from you guys. We really appreciate it. As always, send those questions in, uh, Twitter and Instagram, at the Broctagon. Do you guys mind if I lead us off? Go ahead. Let's just do rapid fire. Just give your number and we move on. Uh, Brock Lesnar versus three Wolverines in an elevator. Wolverines are pretty small, right? Wolverines are terrifying. A Wolverine and a honey badger, that's basically the same thing. Those things can, like, take down a moose. I'm not joking. What? One Wolverine can kill a moose? You should look up a Wolverine. I am. They will dig down into burrows and kill hibernating animals. Oh, my gosh. A Wolverine, I've seen video... I've I've seen video of a wolverine standing its ground with a grizzly bear. And the grizzly bear is like, this is a bad situation. I'm going to say in an elevator with three wolverines. Zero. What? Zero. Three wolverines? Okay, okay. I thought this episode was going to go fast. Guys, I having having looked at a wolverine in the last few minutes and googled could a wolverine kill a fully grown human? I'm going to say Brock Lesnar wins this one 10 out of 10 times. You are stupid. <laughs> the internet says that they could kill a deer, but they avoid bears and humans. Brock Lesnar is a go. bear of a human. He's both. <laughs> 10 out of 10. He's either one. Yeah, listen, I give him seven, and I feel like I'm doubting Brock here. Cam, you're off the mark. I stand by my decision. Can I, can I jump in with one, Sean? Please. A listener question. This is one we got on Instagram. Uh, Brock versus Chuck Norris, who wins? Uh, Canonical Chuck Norris or real-life Chuck Norris? uh, Real-life Brock Lesnar, real-life Chuck Norris. Uh, Let's let's say both in their primes, obviously. Not old man Chuck Norris. I'm going to take Brock. Say like 8 out of 10. I'm going 9 out of 10. Yeah. I grew up on the internet. I know better than this. Brock, 0 out of 10. (laughs) I know better. I know better. What? All right, non-canonical Chuck Norris, still an incredibly gifted martial artist of his time. It arguably more so than Brock. Brock, seven out of ten. That sounds good to me. Uh, you got one. Uh, Brock versus Aesop's Fables. Wait, just all of them? I guess Aesop's Fables is a collection of like, like nursery cautionary stories. children's yeah. tales. Yeah, yeah. I'm Googling all of the animals in Aesop's fables. Uh, not only are there animals, it's Greek. Yeah. So I, like, there's like mythical beings. The animals talk. The one that comes to mind is the sun versus the wind. So that seems kind of lofty for Brock. Uh, <laughs> yeah, this is just like Brock versus all of creation. <laughs> I'm giving him six. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. I get Brock six against all of all of everything ever created ever. Yeah, sure. Okay, six sounds good. <laughs> we did it. Thanks for your question, listener. Uh, this one comes to Twitter. That was a Twitter submission. Oh, thank you, thank you, listener on Twitter. Uh, this one comes to me via Facebook Messenger and my cousin Henry. Uh, Brock Lesnar versus climate change. I don't want to answer this. It's too I depressing. I don't know. <laughs> listen, no, this is hopeful. What, I give Brock what? one out of ten. Okay, that that I there's a glimmer can, of hope. If he can like bully and threaten. And maybe incapacitate enough world leaders. That's the like thing. Yeah. Energy executives. It's possible. It's possible. I'll give him three out of 10. 
Two of those are him bullying and intimidating. The other instance is he just looks up at the sun. <laughs> and the sun blinks. <laughs> yeah, the sun blinks. He just bullies the ozone layer. <laughs> <laughs> he stares up at the sun for two hours and he's like, good news, guys. I can't see the sun anymore. I think I fixed it. <laughs> I think we're all good here. Do you think Brock Lesnar, do you think a, a team of Brock Lesnar and Neil deGrasse Tyson could stop climate change? I think so. You know what? Give me give me those two plus like any ambassador to the UN to help them like pick their targets. And then I think they could do it. Brock Lesnar is like pleading with the UN to make critical changes and, and Neil deGrasse Tyson is beating everybody up. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a tag team match. <laughs> you know, I believe Neil deGrasse Tyson wrestled in college. Did he really? Yeah. So there would be a common bond there between the two of them. Oh, shoot. Are there pictures? Yes. I would not have messed with this guy. Dang. Yeah. Jeez. He was. Jeez. Um, Brock is in a McDonald's lobby with 100 coconut crabs. Each one has a Bowie knife taped into one of its claws. <laughs> Brock, 10 out of 10. Next question. Give Brock 7 out of 10. I'll give him 9. I feel like Brock that's versus... just... They could have just said Brock Lesnar in a normal McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> Not everyone is from Florida, Aaron. The other 49 states don't have giant Mad-eating crabs in their lobbies. Uh, Brock versus all of the Kardashians. Like okay. Brock, 10 out okay. of 10. Okay, question. Do, do all previous boyfriends count? No. Oh, 10 out of 10. Uh, 10 you, out of 10. I, I want to I see, I, I see all of them in the ring together with previous boyfriends, because that's, that's a fun fight. Yeah, like if, if the boyfriends are a god, the boyfriends are basically a small security team. Lamar Odom, oh, the- Devin Booker. Kanye. <laughs> you know what? Fine. Give him the boyfriends. I still say Brock 10 out of 10. <laughs> Blake Griffith. Yeah, Blake Griffith. This is just like a small list that comes up on Google. Uh, Damon Thomas, Ray J, Nick Lachey, Nick Cannon, <laughs> Reggie Bush. What? Wait, Chris, what? Chris Humphreys. Ooh. If you put all these guys in the ring together versus Brock, I'd give it a one. What? Are you at it one? Reggie Bush? He doesn't know how to fight. Blake Griffin? He's not a UFC fighter. It's not a dunk contest. Brock Lesnar's not a key up for him to jump over. Give me a break. It's still Brock 10 times out of 10. Jeez. I'll give him two out of 10. All these guys at the same time, it's tough. Yeah. It's not. And then you have the wild card of Kanye West. Okay. Half of those guys are like normal people. (laughs) So he's really only worried about, like, Brock Lesnar's not worried about Nick Cannon. (laughs) <laughs> he's worried about That's Lamar true. Odom <laughs> Nick Cannon he's just keeps about... multiplying in the middle of the ring <laughs> <laughs> there's too there's many, many of them <laughs> Pete Davidson this is just Kim what? Tristan Thompson oh yeah alright Tristan Thompson's a problem James Harden <laughs> oh my gosh I forgot about James Harden alright so it, it's Blake... Brock versus the 2015 NBA All-Stars <laughs> basically Blake Gr- Jordan Clarkson's on there Harry Styles. Jordan Clarkson. Orlando Bloom. Orlando Bloom. (laughs) What? All these guys in the ring at the same time, and you still give them, what did you give them, eight? I gave them ten. You're insane, Sean. Okay, I did not realize it was A, that many, and B, how big they were. Most of those people are normal people. Most of them. Like, 
He's not worried about four Nick Cannons. He's just not. I don't care there's four. He's not worried. Like the Tristan Thompsons and of Lamar the world Odom. concern me. Lamar Odom, that concerns me. All of them at the same time, I give Brock five. <laughs> you idiot. That's, You're so dumb. I get, oh, stop. Go to the next you, question. Go to the next question. No, 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 no. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Brock Lesnar fights other human beings <laughs> professionally. These guys do not do that. They do not do that. They're not playing basketball. <laughs> it is Brock Lesnar incapacitating other human beings, something he is better at than almost anyone in the world. He's going to kick Lamar Odom in the knee, and he's going to be down. He's going to kick Tristan Thompson in the knee. He's going to go down. Nick, Nick, These guys do not know how to fight like Brock. I'm telling you. I feel strongly about five. He's going to go Nick, for Blake Griffin's knees, and he's going to be like, no, please. <laughs> Sean, you're an idiot. Uh, this one was sent to us last week. Uh, it says, hey, Brock Tagon team, love the good work you're doing with the podcast. I find myself thinking of what would happen if Brock faced a monster, not a fiction, rather a very real monster of man's own creation, the Homeowners Association. Oh. Though many have tried, no one has been able to defeat the HOA as their dark powers are spread across the suburbs. Do you think Brock could defeat the HOA once and for all? Sincerely, your friend Brandon from Florida. Brandon, that's a great question. I want to think that the thing that Brock did to make the HOA so mad is set up like a real octagon in his backyard. <laughs> <laughs> like it wasn't, it wasn't sanctioned. He's just back there like fighting other grown men. All night. <laughs> but like, like professional lighting rigs and like audience. <laughs> like, <laughs> exactly. There's bleachers. Other people are just now like trying to enjoy a barbecue and Brock's just back there like sparring with Bobby Lashley. You can understand we oversold tickets, so we had to demolish my neighbor's house for bleachers. <laughs> it only made sense. I don't see the problem. I think Brock Lesnar beats the Homeowners Association 10 times out of 10. Could you elaborate? No. <laughs> Correct. I, I also give him 10 out of 10. Yeah, I'm, I'm giving him 10. Between that sheer amount of like physical intimidation plus money and influence, I think Brock probably does what he wants in his neighborhood. Yeah, money and check. Let's not, let's not forget, it's entirely possible Brock is the head of his HOA. <laughs> For all we know, Brock runs the cul-de-sac with an iron-gloved fist. Can you imagine living in a cul-de-sac with Brock Lesnar? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, Mr. Lesler, uh, your, your herd of bison was, was eating in my front yard today. <laughs> yeah. What's the problem? Mr. Lesnar, uh, Mr. Lesnar, your monster truck full of raw meat is blocking my driveway. <laughs> in. Uh, Mr. Lesnar, Mr. Lesnar, um, you're recycling blue into my yard. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to think like he's really reasonable. Oh, Debbie, I'm so sorry. I feel like such a fool. <laughs> Please. Allow me. I'll, oh, my gosh. Oh, yeah. Uh, 10 out of 10. Brock, Brock defeats the HOA. Everyone cowers at his at his great will. Yeah. Agreed. Sean, do you have any more? Yes. Um, Brock Lesnar versus aging. Oh. Father time wins. Nine out, out ten. Yeah. <laughs> Nine out of ten times, yeah. Nine out of ten times. Other time. Someone's got to break the streak, right? That's it. And if there's Brock one to be like 250, everyone's like, that's the guy that broke the streak of DNA. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, that's 10 out of 10, but in one of them, he looks really good toward the end. Like, he just finds a great moisturizing routine and sticks with it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. People say he's the best-looking 90-year-old they've seen, but it comes for all of us.
I hope and pray that by the time that we're all older, that we have developed exosuit technology that allows older people to get around. Just no, you don't think it's going to happen? It's probably. Oh, I don't not. want it to happen. You don't? Nah, I feel like 35 is good for me. <laughs> <laughs> what? Yeah. I want to burn out like a flaming star. At 35? Right. Yeah. That's the only. Aren't, aren't you like 30 now? I, my, my number used to be 25, but I've stuck around. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it'll be 45 when I'm 35. Uh, Brock Lesnar versus a 200-pound blue ring octopus sitting on a pile of guns. What's a blue those, ring octopus? Are those the ones that are extremely poisonous or venomous? Yes. Oh. And it's 200 pounds on a pile of guns. Oh. Oh. Can you, what, what's, the, what's the arena? This is actually a pretty good question. This is a great question. Uh, let's see. Ooh, a gas station mini mart. I think like a Seven Eleven <laughs> inside. In the inside. Like, okay. Like the floor is just like covered in Slurpee. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Brock has on red UFC trunks and a blue raspberry Slurpees in his head. <laughs> As a weapon, he gets whatever gun he can grab, plus any of the leftover hot dogs on the roller. <laughs> I'll give it to Brock nine times out of ten. All he has to how, do is get one gun. How venomous are they? I, dude, they're like crazy super venomous. Just one gun, man. Yeah, See, it, I don't know if that's true. I it, think you could shoot an octopus a lot of times before it died. Yeah, because its brain is everywhere. That's what I'm saying. It kind of like hedges its bets a little bit. Like, I wouldn't even know where to shoot an octopus. Yo, these things are nasty, man. Why am I looking at this? In real life, they're only five to eight inches tall. Well, not this one. <laughs> I like this less and less for Brock. The more pictures of Blu-ray octopus I look at. Uh, I might drop it to seven here. <laughs> you see what I mean? Uh, yeah, I hate this. I'm, I'm giving it to Brock eight out of ten times. Yeah. You take eight, Cam? Four out of those eight are just like throwing hot dogs as fast <laughs> as he can into the octopus's mouth. <laughs> I'll, uh, yeah, I'll acquiesce to eight. I'm sticking with seven, but. We're we're in the same ballpark. It's, yeah, it's not ten. This it'll get no. him. No, he sees Brock drinking that Slurpee, and he's like, "Oh no, the blue tongued Brocktopus." <laughs> <laughs> well, this is it. This this is the end of the year, boys. Uh, we we've given a lot of hot takes on this show, and I know that I have some regrets about the things I've said. This is our hot take amnesty hour, the time where we could go back and fix the things that we wish we could unsay. Do you guys want to start, or I I, I have one I I feel bad about. Yeah, I'll go first. Gabriel, do you have any for real? I don't. <laughs> you, you feel good about everything you've ever said on the show? It's not that I feel good about everything that I've ever said. It's just that I don't remember. <laughs> That's good enough. Dear listeners, I am like a goldfish when it comes to these episodes. Uh, I mean, I can go. Listening back, I don't think there's any way that Brock Lesnar wins the Kentucky Derby with a moped. And I think I gave him seven or eight. It's so are you what are you I, switching to zero? I I'm switch I'm, I'm switching to one. Oh wow. I think I was just caught up in the Brock hype. So I, what do you think happens? Because remember, he had a katana and a gun with yeah. limited bullets. I I've since talked to people who have actually been to Churchill Downs and they said that there's no way that a moped would actually work on that uh, type of on that type of track. He's just gotta get on a horse then. I yeah, so so he wins one out of ten. I think I feel good about everything else though. It takes a real man to admit when he's wrong, which Cameron is, Cameron not a is real the man. ultimate man. <laughs> he, <laughs> yeah. He has nothing to regret. Better to have a bad memory than a good conscience, says Cameron. <laughs> I'll admit another one. Uh, 
if the Loch Ness monster is twenty foot tall, I don't think Brock is winning that. Oh, thank God. I again caught up in the Brock hype. I I got too overzealous. The eight or nine foot one, whatever we said, he wins that every time. But the Loch Ness monster is a chicken. I stand by that. But yeah, I I don't think it's a perfect ten out of ten against the twenty foot monster. Okay, that was keeping me up at night. You know, you love somebody and then they do something that disappoints you and it's just hard to move forward. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so thank you for saying that. Yeah. Um, okay. There is one I need to come clean on. We had a bit of a, a bit of a dust up on this show. Uh, we, we had an issue on the show some weeks back during the Gorilla Manor episode in which I suggested that Brock Lesnar could beat a gorilla in a Victorian mansion <laughs> six times out of ten. <laughs> you coming down? So, <laughs> wait, wait, wait! No, 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 no! I, no, 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 no. I just watched a no, lot of gorilla videos. No. You can't go up. You're not allowed to. <laughs> no, you're not no, allowed no, to take no, the no, number no, up. No, 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 no! This is to be. I watched a lot of gorilla videos. <laughs> I listened back to the episode. You're not allowed to do it, Sean. You're not allowed. You can't do it. Screw you guys. Eight times no. out of ten. No. Lester wins eight times no. out of ten. And no one can tell me any different. Yeah, I watched a lot of Gorilla videos, but I watched a lot more Brock Lesnar videos. And he showed me something. He taught me something. I said never give up and never stop punching. Even if you're fighting a gorilla in an evening gown during a thunderstorm, you don't give up. So you guys could be haters. You could be doubters. You're not allowed. Stupid. I'll always remember where I was when I saw the truth. (laughs) Eight times out of ten. No, listen to me. Listen to me. You can't get away with it. (laughs) You can't keep getting away with it. It was it was in a Victorian mansion that's completely foreign to gorilla in the dead of night. We know this. Gorillas do not have good eyesight. Brock has every advantage there is. He has all the furniture. And you know what? What's more, if I was in the mansion, I could kill a gorilla one time. In the episode. In the episode. No, no, you keep rolling. You keep rolling. You listen to me. You listen to me. You can kill a gorilla. Yes, I could kill a gorilla, and so could both of you, given the circumstances. No, given those circumstances. No, I could yes. not. You can't yeah. kill a gorilla with me. a folding chair. No, yes, not eight times out of ten. Listen to me. Listen to me. Listen to me. Well, Brock can. We can. <laughs> we can take one. You could do one. You you have everything in the house. What? You have everything in the mansion. What old silverware? No, you mean you have furniture. You could drop. Furniture. You could drop. Are you drop a bookcase and chairs and stuff on the gorilla? That's gonna do nothing. That's just gonna make it mad. Oh, okay, stop it. Gorillas are not immortal. It's 300 <laughs> pounds, not 1,000. Their muscle density is four times that of a human shot. Yeah. I don't care about muscle density if you're if you're dropping a, a pool table on it. Shot. How would Coco, I drop a pool table on a Coco gorilla? Could you be push on it off the stairs. She, she could be an elderly gorilla, and she would rip your head off your yeah. body. Without yes, thinking she would. about it, just for fun. Yes, she would. If I was standing right in front of her normally, we're in a mansion <laughs> in the middle of the night, and I'm the only one that can see. The gorilla can't even see me. Do you understand how insane that is? You're a fool. It's not, it's not you and the gorilla in the ring. These circumstances are so absurdly tilted toward the human. That's what I keep coming back to. The gorilla has no idea where you are. None. 
The gorilla has never encountered a door before. This is a one of the dumbest hot takes you've had. <laughs> I can't. I, I can't wait for next year's Amnesty episode where he goes, guys. I'm sorry, I got it wrong last year. <laughs> ten times out of ten. <laughs> ten times out of ten. <laughs> you guys are not. Man, my headphones fell. I'm getting so excited. You guys are not hearing me on this. You need to understand. A human has no chance against a gorilla. Everything about this question, though, is in favor of the human. The gorilla can't see you. You're the only one that can see. You understand how a house works. A gorilla has never been in a house. The sound of a flushing toilet is going to scare it within the edge of its life. You have every advantage. Every advantage. You guys could kill a gorilla one time under those circumstances. No. I'm not going to be able to sleep tonight, Sean. <laughs> you, have, you have deeply upset me. How, how could you not even entertain this idea? <laughs> how would you kill a gorilla, Sean? How would you do it in this mansion? In this mansion, yeah, yeah, I yeah. would lure it to the bottom of the stairs, <laughs> okay. and then I would drop heavy things on top of it. <laughs> it could get up the stairs. It could climb the stairs. Heck, yeah, it, it could, could swing the on the railing to get to you. Okay. And then what? It's going to get in the dark? It can't find me. <laughs> Do you think the gorilla's just going to stand there and let this happen to it? It's going to start running no. around. It's going to find you. Yeah. It's not going to find What do you What do you think it knows to hunt me specifically? It knows that there's someone in the building dropping pool tables. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> First of all, pool tables do not occur in nature, so that's absurd. <laughs> Second of all, close the door. Gorillas don't know how doors work. <laughs> just a gorilla's never even seen it. drywall. Okay. It's, it's not going to know to do that. Also, I just want to say I like the idea of coming across a group of gorillas in the in the jungle playing pool. <laughs> 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 they're just like doing their thing, and then they see a human, and they're like, "You want in?" <laughs> Paying is four bananas. <laughs> One guy's about to hit, and they're all like. <laughs> And then he like acquiesces and goes over and like puts the blue chalk on and then they settle down. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's another great episode of the Broctagon. Happy New Year, Thanks everyone. so much for joining Happy us. New Year. Happy New Year, everybody. Uh, be sure to join us next week. NBA superstar, all-star champion Kawhi Leonard coming on the show. He's here promoting his new book, Typical Behavior Patterns of Adult Males and How to Blend It. <laughs> <laughs> See you next time. <laughs> 